Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Nandita Gupta. She is a TEDx speaker, influential woman in manufacturing 2019, as well as an accessibility and inclusion advocate. Nandita, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me, Christopher. So I've never met influential women in manufacturing. So that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a new thing. So tell me what that award was about. Like why were you considered an influential woman in, in manufacturing? Absolutely, yeah. So um, basically this happened during my journey in manufacturing when I was working as a process controls engineer for Georgia Pacific. And one of the things I did was we were working on, I had an idea about launching a company-wide mentoring program um, focused on entry-level engineers. And so during my conversations with the program manager then, we worked through that, we launched it, and uh, I actually got nominated for that. And so it's through Putman Media, and they run this program where they nominate um, couple women in engineering and based on you know what they've done, things like that, how have they influenced the field, and especially when you say influential women in manufacturing, um, there's not a lot of women you will see, uh, not just in STEM, but especially manufacturing. So it's more along the lines of, you know, trying to motivate other people, inspire other people, but also to build a network of women who can support each other and be connected. That's great. Did you have mentors that helped you to get to where you were? Absolutely, absolutely. And part of the reason of why I feel like I want to pay that forward is because I don't feel I would be where I am if it wasn't for them. And so it's almost like I owe it to myself, you know, to, you know, the next Nandita that comes in through the door, I want to make sure she has a stellar experience. That's great. Any specific example of a mentor that you that you just really admire and, and she or he was able to help you like this? What, what are some advice that he or she might have given you to just really help you along your path? Um, there was a turning point in my life. This is going back before I started working, but she's, she's been my mentor since pretty much 2011. And uh, one of the biggest things was, you know, stay true to yourself. It's okay to say no, but stay true to yourself and be honest with yourself and, you know, reach out and when you need help. Because, you know, sometimes we don't uh, tend to reach out or we think we've got this, which is fine, right? Which is great. But then there are times where, it's, it's okay to say you don't know something and it's okay to go reach out. And she's been my rock throughout. I mean, since 2011, um, almost 10 years now. And, you know, she's, she's still one of my most amazing mentors and my biggest cheerleader. That's awesome. And so with your TEDx talk, what did you talk about that you can share with us? Uh, yeah, so the, my talk was about how do we make the tech field more inclusive? Um, and I was mainly drawing from my experiences of, again, being in engineering and now going into UX and really stems from, you know, personal stories where I feel like there's so many people who don't get a voice at the table. And we all in our own ways can make a difference to bring more people's voices to the table. So what can we do in our own ways to do, make that happen? Um, unfortunately, the talk was rescheduled due to COVID-19. So I haven't given it yet, so I don't want to give away all the information yet, but that's what it'll be centered around. Yeah. Now let's talk about manufacturing because frankly, I don't have a lot of experience with manufacturing and a lot of people, I think we all understand that 
whatever we see at stores, there is some back office type stuff and manufacturing and production and process, but like, really, mm -hmm. can you, can you kind of explain a little bit about that process? Because, you know, any person that has a business buys pro products that are manufactured somewhere. So I'm just curious, based on your experience, can you just kind of like walk through a, an example of the, what, what it entails to understand the manufacturing and just more basic stuff, right? Just a macro level, you know? Okay, yeah, I mean, I can't give away too much information due to NDAs, uh, so I won't give you specifics. Well, you don't, use, yeah, you don't have to use names, but I'm just like, just like, you know, if you go into a Tesla uh, factory, then this is how they start the manufacturing pro You know, like I just, for our okay, listeners, they're entrepreneurs, executives, you know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's different components. So frankly, before I walked in or even I started working there, um, I come from a robotics background, you know, as an electrical engineer. So a lot of it was very small scale. Um, with manufacturing, things are on a much bigger scale. So even your impact can, is on a bigger scale. Um, even your mistakes are on a bigger scale. So for example, if I was just programming a robot, you know, and I mess something up, okay, fine, the robot doesn't work. And, you know, we start all over again, or we fix it. Maybe a small circuit component or a fuse blew up, no big deal. But when you're in manufacturing, um, things are on a much bigger scale where, you know, your one mistake could cost, oh gosh, you know, downtime, which basically equates to money that's being lost. Yeah. So there's, there's way more detailed planning. And then in terms of the teams, there's, you know, there's a lot of stakeholder management as well, where, you know, you really can't work in silos. So if you think about any manufacturing area, if you will, there's operations, there's management, you know, there'll be the leadership side of things, but, you know, then there's maintenance and then there's engineering. And so you have to make sure that you're not all siloed. Well, let, let, let's, let's take the example of the robot, because again, I want to listen to this to really just understand basic concepts of manufacturing, because the reason why so many people are clueless about other professions is because they don't know about it. You know, they're, oh, this is manufacturing, or this is sales, or this is marketing, or this is tech. So I want us mm -hmm. to really understand just, again, a more basic level where it's okay. So you build this robot, if it's by itself, okay, there's not that big ramifications, but like from a manufacturing standpoint, if one thing is wrong in that robot, and then you, you decide to like, I'm just kind of seeing, you know, what are some of the, let's say talk about a case study, right? What is a case study of a, a manufacturing debacle or a, like a disaster that you can share with us? It doesn't have to be a client, but just like in general, why is manufacturing important in terms of having, having a, like a protocol, you know? Um, so can you I'm explain? To I'm just trying yeah. to understand, like the word manufacturing is very broad, just like the word Absolutely. sales is very broad. Just the very yeah. word marketing is very broad. So in marketing, there's four basic things like pricing and promotion and place and, and um, you know, it's kind of basic stuff, right? In sales, it's about understanding the psychology of a person that mm. wants to buy a program. In leadership, it's about, well, how do you inspire a team? In, in, in you know, PR, it's about how you, how you share a story with your clients. So in ma manufacturing, again, it's just a word that I know, but I'm not really- Oh, I see what you mean. Familiar, you in know? Terms just a basic just, concept, you know? I see what you mean. Okay, so yeah. just overall, like what are some of the pieces that can even fall? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of the pieces of manufacturing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it depends on, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head there where it depends on the industry, right? Your manufacturing- Just, just pick part. one, just, just pick one that you know you're familiar with. Okay. Um, well, overall components I can think of right off the bat, you know, there'll be some sort of raw materials that'll be coming in. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have some sort of a process in place, you know, where you're doing magic and creating something, right? But then there's also the whole uh, next level process where, okay, great, you have a product now and you're figuring out, you know, how to ship it or you're figuring out who's going to get it, you know, how is it going to get their packaging? So there's all those different components and 
you know, in, when you think about manufacturing, like you said, it's such a broad term. Each, you know, each side could itself just focus on that, right? There could be, yeah. there could be a manufacturing side that's only focused on creating, you know, quote unquote, a raw material. Yeah, or yeah, side, yeah, yeah. you know, let's say robotics, for example, you think about a car, right? Where you may just have a side that's only making the brakes, yeah, right? Yeah, and then there's yeah. another side that's taking those brakes and integrating it into the system. Yeah, so it's no, very large scale. Yeah. So that, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. So thank you for sharing that. So again, let's say from the raw materials, and then so you're saying like the packaging, that, that's also part of the, the manufacturing aspect too, or that it gets shipped to some other department or this depends on the companies? It depends on the companies because some companies will do it in-house. Some companies will, you know, send it to someone else, right? Because for example, if you think about even car manufacturing, right? Just because you have, you know, you mentioned Tesla. Um, I don't know how it works, but I'm just going off of an example where, you know, they may be building the cars at one site, but the brakes itself or the, you know, the wheels itself or the tires themselves may not be actually made there. They may come from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, they were basically yeah. packaged somewhere else and, you know, then sent to Tesla where they actually had to build it. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. That's cool. So is there one thing that you want to share with the audience? Again, it's, this is about entrepreneurship and about giving. So are there are things that I know you mentioned, you mentioned what your mentor, what she shared with you, but are there things you might want to share about uh, accessibility and inclusion? Absolutely. Um, the biggest thing I would really like to say is, you know, we all have our own piece that we can do. Like accessibility isn't like a checkbox or inclusion isn't like a checkbox where, oh, I built something and I'm ticking it off. It's, it's really should be inbuilt in your process. And it's almost like a lens. So, you know, if we all wear that lens and we all look at the world through that lens, we're going to be including way more people and bringing more people into the conversation, which actually is better for everyone. Because if you think about, you know, one simple example that comes to mind is, you know, the dictate functionality, right? Have you ever used the dictate before? No. So, you know, if you're, if you're using your phone and you want to just dictate, let's say you can't oh, type dictate. Something. Okay. Yeah. Dictate. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then if you think about that, you know, from the accessibility standpoint, if someone maybe only has uh, one arm or if they're not able to use the other arm to type, um, they can just press that one button, dictate their message and hit send. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like it's people of all abilities can use that, even if, you know, a feature may have been born out of that. So it's about, oh, you know, it's actually good for everyone if you try to include everyone. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for including your story with our guests around the world, Andita. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I am Nandita Gupta. And yeah, I would love to connect with anyone if they have questions or if there's any way I can help. Great. Thank you Thanks for so having much. Me. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.